Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 300. This is our 300th episode, and I can't believe I've hit another one of these 100 milestones. And it's interesting. Every every time I've had one, I mean, only twice before this, I find that I, I want to do something a little bit different. And for those of you who've been following the podcast, you know I've been covering recording an audiobook. I initially thought I was going to cover that just as a regular episode for today, but I've decided to acknowledge episode 300 by sharing a story that actually happened fairly recently. So I'm going to take a break from the audiobook miniseries. We're going to wrap it up next week uh, as we move into August. So I want to share something that happened about uh, about a week and a half ago. And uh, for those of you who follow my story or my journey, you know that I work with my dad uh, a couple times a week. And during this pandemic period, it's uh, it's been even more so just trying to help him, uh, you know, navigate his business in these uncertain times. So this was on a Friday. I arrived at his shop uh, early in the morning before he did. And as I got out, I saw a little bird uh, on the ground on the parking lot. And I actually said, hi, how are you? And then he actually scurried over. I noticed he wasn't flying away. He scurried over to the steps where the rear entrance of the, the shop is. It's, it's the one that's um, just for employees only. He scurried over and he just leaned over into a corner and he didn't want to move. And I was like, oh, no, I, I, I couldn't tell what was wrong with him. I thought he might be sick or worse. I thought he might he might have died. So I didn't know what to do, and I, I initially I thought maybe the best thing to do is to leave him alone. He was a, he's small. I thought maybe he's a baby bird. Maybe his his mom will come look for him. And I don't know. I I went into the shop, and I kept it kept tugging at me like this little poor little bird. And I kept going back outside to see if he was moving. And once in a while, I would see him flutter a little bit. And it was really hot. You know, this is we're in the middle of July. It's really hot. So uh, I took a little bottle of water and I just poured a sprinkled a little bit on him and he started moving. And I think he was he was really dehydrated. So I, I brought some more water and then put a little cup out to see if he would go to it. But he wasn't moving at all. In fact, he was just leaning against the wall. His beak was open. and I really, really couldn't tell what was going on. So, uh, you know, my dad arrived and he suggested maybe we should just leave him alone for a little bit. I just, it didn't sit right with me. So I hopped on my phone and I Googled places and I ran several different searches and I was specifically looking for a place that would take injured wildlife. And I happened to find a place that wasn't that far. It was about 15 minutes away. So I decided, okay, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and call them. I called them. I got a voicemail. They said, we don't answer the phone just because of how busy we are. But if you have an injured animal that you've run across, you can bring them in. And so my dad and I, we, we carefully picked up this bird, obviously wearing gloves, and he started chirping. So he was obviously alive. We put him in this box, and I put a little cup of water in there, and I put him in my car, and I put a little... Uh, paper towel over the top because I didn't want him, you know, <laughs> waking up and flying about. And I drove him to this place. It was about 15 minutes away. And every time I stopped at a stoplight, I would open up the paper towel to make sure he was okay. I would peek in and I could see that he was breathing and, but he wasn't moving. 
And so I would peek in just to make sure he was okay. And I would say to him, just hang in there, hang in there, little guy. I'm going to take you somewhere safe. And I said a little prayer, you know, just give him strength. God, give him strength so that he can, he can, he can make it through and that I can take him to a place where he can be safe. And the most interesting thing happened when I parked at the place. As soon as I hit park and I turned off the car, I heard the chirping inside the, the box because on the way there, he wasn't saying anything at all. That's why I kept peeking in to make sure he was okay. But he was chirping loudly. So I, I took him out and I, I took him up to the front porch of the place. And uh, uh, this this place is called Friskies, friskies.org. And I'll have the website linked in the write-up. And I met the proprietor. It's a nonprofit it's been there since 1970, and this person, what she does is she takes in injured animals, nurses them to health, and then releases them back to the wild. And she's licensed to do this, uh, and she gave me a whole bunch of brochures. I had to fill out a form. Because she is federally licensed, I actually had to fill out a form as to the animal that I found and the condition and bringing them there. They, they document all of that, which I didn't know. But she picked up the bird. And, you know, and was checking his wings and, and legs. And he started chirping. I mean, he was really lively. And she said that she identified him as a baby robin. And she said that he was probably a little bit dehydrated. She couldn't tell. I think maybe the wing might have been a little injured. So she took him inside to get him settled in. And I felt a thousand times better. And I, I took the brochures with me. And then she explained a little bit about what she does. And then... um Later that day, I did make a donation through the website, and uh, I encourage you to do so as well. I mean, check it out, friskies.org. It's in the write-up for today's episode. Uh, but uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to Friskies because they're doing fan- fantastic work. And uh, really, I didn't know what to do. And uh, she gave me a lot of literature, including you know, what to do if you run across an injured animal, especially a bird. And she told me that most people wouldn't even notice the bird. Uh, but for me, it was just so obvious, and I, I would have felt horrible not doing something. So I, I encourage you, check out the website if you can make a donation. Or, you know, consider making a donation to, uh, you know, a wildlife preservation place near you. Uh, they do good work, and there are a lot of good ones out there. All right, that's the episode, and I wanted to share that story with you. It's at bemovingforward.com. I hope you have a great week, and uh, you know, just hang in there. I know these are tough times. I'll be back next week as we wrap up the audiobook miniseries. Thank you so much uh, for sticking with me through 300 episodes, and if you're new to the podcast, I hope you enjoyed this series.